Welcome to a City Reading, Cork City Library's talking newsletter of library news and features. I'm Glenn, and our readers in this episode are myself, Claire and Anne. This month we bring you a special episode to support the Growth Forward Gardening Initiative. In March 2021, Healthy Ireland and your libraries partnered with Grow It Yourself to bring you the Grow It Forward Initiative. The Grow It Forward Initiative aims to get people growing their own food and sharing their seeds, seedlings and harvests. 50,000 growing kits were made available nationally and libraries distributed the kits on a first-come, first-served basis. The kits contained five packets of seeds and a growing guide. People registered with Grow It Yourself to receive emails and video clips to help with growing support. Your local library holds a wealth of books on all aspects of gardening and growing, including e-books, e-audiobooks and e-magazines. As always, membership is free. This podcast features Some Tips to Begin the Growing Season by Eleanor Toomey. We replay Shoots and Roots and Liquid Gold from previous podcasts, also by Eleanor Toomey. And Anne Reardon brings us e-gardening, books, magazines and lifestyle memoirs, available online to borrow with your library card. Some Tips to Begin the Growing Season by Eleanor Toomey This time of year, we are all getting back into the garden. Growing your own can be rewarding. Here are a few tips to help you along the way. When to sow. Most seed packets give advice on when to sow seeds. Generally, most seeds need an average temperature of about 18 degrees to germinate. So if you are sowing outdoors, the soil is usually not warm enough until May. Sowing seeds indoors can give plants a head start before being transplanted outdoors. What to plant into containers, etc. Seed trays are useful, though you could use recycled plastic containers. Always ensure that they have drainage holes at the bottom. Sowing directly into plugs, individual seed modules, has the advantage over seed trays as there is less root disturbance when transplanting the seedlings. To avoid using plastic, some people sow into the cardboard inserts of toilet rolls. When planting out, there is no need to remove the inserts as they will biodegrade. Compost. Preferably use soil-based seed compost. It is finer and has less nutrients than general potting compost, so the roots won't have to struggle with big lumps of soil. Also, each seed comes with enough energy to germinate. The added fertilizer in general compost can damage the seeds. If regular compost is what's available, you can sieve it and use that. Better to sow than to not sow at all. How to sow. Fill your chosen container with compost. Level it. Firm gently and water well. Seeds need to be planted to a depth of about three times their size. Also, give them space so that they can grow into individual seedlings, preferably at least three centimeters between seeds. For smaller seeds that are difficult to handle, a handy tip is to fold a piece of card to create a gully. The seeds will line up and you can use a pencil to direct each one to its growing position in the seed tray. Cover the seeds with more compost by sifting it or just rubbing it through your hands. Water again and label the container with name of plant and date of sowing. Be careful when watering. A gentle fine spray is better than too strong a force which could wash the seeds from their positions. Cover the tray with a piece of glass or clear plastic. This will keep the compost warm for germination. Containers could be placed on a south-facing windowsill or put in a propagator. Maintenance. Ensure that the compost is at the correct moisture level. Too wet and the seeds will rot due to lack of oxygen. 
too dry and the seeds will remain dormant. Or if they have germinated, they will just die. Err on the side of moist as opposed to soaking wet. Once the seeds have germinated and the seedlings begin to grow, it is important to ensure that they have enough light and ventilation. Not enough light and the seedlings will grow leggy and weak as they strain towards the limited available light. You could use grow lights to help this situation. For a less expensive option, cover a piece of cardboard with tinfoil. Place on the room side of the seed tray facing the window so that daylight will be reflected back onto the seedlings as they grow. If the seedlings are leggy when potting on, plant them a little deeper in the pot. Plants like tomatoes will grow roots from the stem that is buried. Seedlings and plants in general need good ventilation. If the atmosphere is too damp, disease will follow. Seedlings when growing naturally outdoors are buffeted by wind. This actually strengthens them. It can be replicated by gently drawing a sheet of paper over the seedlings when they are growing indoors. It may sound a bit strange, but is scientifically proven. When the seedlings have become robust little plants, it is time to acclimatise them to the outdoors. This can be done by putting them outside for a few hours every day to begin with. This avoids shock. A cold frame is used for hardening off plants and the lid can be opened during the day and closed again at night. If there is a risk of frost, horticultural fleece is a great way to protect young plants. Roots and shoots. There are rules to gardening, but most gardeners learn from trying things out. Sometimes what you try works, other times not. Don't be put off. Get advice in a book or online. rhs.org.uk is good. If there's one thing for sure, even the expert gardeners differ on what's the best way to garden. So give it a go and do it your own way. This little slot is less what to do this week in the garden and more about projects to experiment with. In these strange times, when we have come to appreciate the importance of food security, we can grow some fruit and veg for ourselves. You don't need a garden to grow edibles. Highly nutritious and tasty sprouted seeds, such as alfalfa, broccoli and wheatgrass, can be grown on the countertop and used in sandwiches, salads and juices. To do this, use a jar or sprouting trays. These are usually available from whole food shops, garden shops and online. Though you could try making your own, always use organic and food quality seeds such as regular packet seeds which will be treated with chemicals that are toxic if ingested. Follow instructions regarding quantity of seeds used. Most seeds will need soaking before beginning the sprouting process. Daily rinsing with fresh water is necessary. To avoid mould developing keep your jar or tray in an airy spot and always drain well. Depending on the seeds used your sprouts will be ready for eating in four to six days. Eleanor Toomey is a member of the City Library staff. Liquid Gold Shop-bought compost contains about six weeks worth of feed in it, but plants need feeding throughout the growing season. You can make your own free organic liquid fertilizer what you need is a bucket and something that will act as a lid. It doesn't need to be tight fitting. Next, if you have some comfrey growing in your garden, you can gather the leaves. If not, get yourself a pair of scissors and some gloves and find your nearest clump of nettles. Cut the upper parts of the nettles, enough to fill the bucket. Cover the nettles or comfrey with water. Place the lid over the bucket. 
Leave for about four to six weeks or until it looks like a thick black liquid. Check it regularly over the weeks so that the water doesn't evaporate off. Top up if it does. Best to place the bucket as far from your house as possible as it can be a bit smelly. Advice on application dosage is to dilute to the colour of wheat tea for use. Best to use more dilute liquid feed regularly than more concentrated fertiliser rarely. Nettles are high in nitrogen which is good for leafy growth so good for most plants. Comfrey contains high levels of potassium which is good for fruit production. It also contains potash and nitrogen. When choosing a comfrey plant, a Russian sterile variety called Locking 14, Symphytum ex Uplandicum, is best as the common comfrey Symphytum officinale will take over. Eleanor Toomey is a member of the City Library staff. E-gardening. Books, magazines and lifestyle memoirs available online to borrow with your library card. At the time of writing, we are on the cusp of summer and recent sunny spells have made our gardens, hedgerows and countryside lush and green and bountiful. It's my favourite time of the year and I love to see bluebells most of all. I recall a walk in Essex a number of years back where from a dark wooded lane I came upon a commercial lavender farm. My eyes were full of blues and purples as the scene went from bluebells to Mediterranean lavender, from shade to sunshine. No photograph or painting would do it justice. I love how seemingly all of a sudden paths near my home have sprouted a tangle of greenery almost overnight, from nothing to shoulder height. Weeds they may be, but isn't nature amazing? The recent Grow It Forward initiative encourages people to grow their own food and with it build a respect for nature as a giver of health and a source of well-being. Even if you weren't among the lucky people to receive a Grow It Forward pack, you can learn about gardening and how to get started from your local library. Until our doors open again, you can borrow e-books, e-audiobooks and e-magazines on gardening, and even listen to this podcast with tips from gardening staff, all free. Using e-magazines. With your library card, you have free access to Press Reader, an app with thousands of magazines and newspapers on all subjects and in all languages. A search in the app for gardening brings such magazines as Gardener's World, Amateur Gardening, Easy Gardens, Gardens Illustrated, Kids Go Gardening, The Organic Gardener, Kitchen Garden and more. You get the picture. Back copies are normally available so you can look back at gardening through the different seasons. A switch to our e-books and e-audiobooks app, BorrowBox, brings you hundreds of gardening books to borrow on a wide variety of gardening topics. Urban gardening, roof gardening, gardening in pots, gardening for dummies, gardening for kids, organic gardening, growing food, growing veg, growing herbs, making compost, guides, manuals and tips. You can stick your hand in the virtual soil, so to speak, to find out what's involved before committing to the expense. A deeper dive into BorrowBox brings us to gardening and lifestyle memoirs. More than a manual, these writers have put into beautiful words how we feel about our gardens and nature, and how it's interconnected with family and our own life growth. There's a reason why we use language like growth and being rooted, and many of these authors talk about how gardening helped their mental health and well-being. Check out these seven titles. Rootbound by Alice Vincent. In this gardening memoir, Alice Vincent describes how, inspired by her grandfather's garden, 
she creates her own garden in a London flat and how it brings her back to life. Life in the Garden by Penelope Lively You may be familiar with author Penelope Lively, winner of the Booker Prize in 2007, but did you know that she is a keen gardener? In Life in the Garden, she talks about the gardens she has loved and enjoyed through her life, from Cairo to Somerset, Oxfordshire and London. The Hidden Life of Trees by Peter Wollleben Wollleben shares his love of trees, woods and forests and describes the cycles of life, death and rebirth in the natural world. An Irish Nature Year by Jane Powers has a nature entry for every day of the year, filled with plants, animals, birds and creepy crawlies from all over the island of Ireland. Rewild Yourself by Simon Barnes Barnes recommends 23 ways to reconnect with nature and to see nature all around us. The Oak Papers by James Canton The author spent two years observing the Honeywood Oak, an 800-year-old tree in Essex. The Oak Papers is a reflection on time and endurance and about slowing down to the cycles of nature. Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer This book combines the author's scientific training with her indigenous knowledge to honour plants, nature and Mother Earth. I hope these recommendations inspire you to take a look at the nature near you, out your window, in your garden, in our hedgerows. You may just find more than plants. Membership of Cork City Libraries is free. You can join online and borrow e-books, e-audiobooks and e-magazines immediately. Links to the apps in this podcast can be found on our website at www.corkcitylibraries.ie That's all for now. For information, opening hours or contact details about Cork City Libraries, visit our website at www.corkcitylibraries.ie or follow us on social media channels. Music is by Chris Toomey from his album Midnight on the Water. Thanks for listening. Slán.